quite know what that means, but Evie, thank you. It was amazing. Best Purim spiel ever. I had no idea Vashti was a singing role. Oh, Blue, it normally isn't. And it definitely wasn't today. But sometimes I just can't help myself. I need to improvise. Well done, as usual, Petronilla Juniper. Now, on to the Hamantaschen. Oh, I'm still pretty full from all the ones we ate at the Purim Carnival in Paris. I'm never too full for Hamantaschen, and these are Sofer Shalom's finest. Or at least the ones that were left after the Purimspiel. Mmm, poppy seed! These are terrific! PJ, remember that time we went searching for treasure and we had to make our way through that gorgeous field of bright red poppies in the French countryside? <laughs> we didn't want to trample a single one. They were just too beautiful. Oh, Auntie PJ, Elijah, please, tell us about your treasure hunt. Oh, yes, please. I've been dying to hear about it. Were you looking for a priceless artifact? A hidden jewel? A big screen TV? Hmm. Well... I suppose now's as good a time as any. Finally! Once upon a time. Eggs, get your eggs here! Who wants challah? You want challah. Carrots! We got carrots! They're not glamorous, but neither am I! At a farmer's market in Michal, Elijah and I were on the hunt for La Europa a famous painting by Federico Guatemala that had just been stolen from Paris's most tightly guarded art museum. We'd gotten word that the thief had hidden it behind another painting and planned to pass it out of Michal to a secret buyer via a booth at the farmer's market. Oh, but we also needed the ingredients for my award-winning post-Shabbat brisket sandwich. It's a very good sandwich. So, since we're at the farmer's market anyway... We headed over to our good friend the butcher to purchase some brisket. You might have heard of him. He once got stuck in a tub with the baker and the candlestick maker. <laughs> Classic butcher. Oh, it was less whimsical than it sounds. They were stuck in the tub at sea for days. They were running out of food and water and very, very sick of one another when the Coast Guard finally came to their rescue. What were they doing in that tub together anyway? Now that's a story for another time. Of course it is. Anyway, back to this one. PJ! Elijah! Is that you? In the flesh. So good to see you again. It's been a while. Wonderful to see you too, Butcher Brian. What have you got for us today? Well, it's my shawl. So everything I sell is a little extra magical and delicious. But from the looks of it... You're in the market for sandwich fixins. I'm willing to bet you're here for the brisket. You guessed it. 
Unfortunately, my brisket's been pretty fatty lately. I'm not sure why exactly. Are you still feeding your cows sticks of butter? Sure, but that's because they like it. But nobody likes fatty brisket. Okay, well, some people like fatty brisket, but this is just ridiculous. It's like half fat. Look, I hardly have anything to sell to you today. That's okay. We only need enough for two sandwiches anyway. Okay, then. I'll just trim this up and pop it in a paper bag for you. That doesn't seem like the best packaging choice. Maybe not, but it works. For a while, anyway. You might want to hold it by the bottom. <laughs> Thanks, Brian. We'll see you next time. Elijah, let's head over to the baker's booth. I'm craving carbs. Me too. I wonder what Baker Benedict has up his sleeve today. PJ, Elijah, long time no see. Are you making your world-famous brisket sandwich again? You know it. But a sandwich is just a pile of fillings without the perfect bread to put it on. And it looks like you've got kind of a lot of bread this afternoon. You can say that again. I'm up to my ears in bread. Literally. If I stacked it all up, it would come up above my ears. And I'm a pretty tall guy. So what's the story on this bread boom? It's been rainy here in my shawl. Not like rainbow sprinkles rain, but actual wet rain. My wheat crops are already magical, of course. So watering them extra has made them grow like Jack's beanstalk. But there isn't a giant living at the top of my wheat. There's just more wheat. I've been baking cakes and breads and pastries as fast as I can. But I have more grain than any other ingredient. I'm especially low on butter and oil, which, as you know, are essential to the perfect decadent loaf. Sounds crummy. Get it? Elijah, this is neither the time nor the place for Baker-inspired puns. Actually, I guess it is both the time and the place. But that one wasn't funny. <laughs> it was a little funny. Fine, maybe a little. But all this grain is no laughing matter. I keep cutting it down. It keeps growing. And if I don't find a way to use it, it'll end up rotting. I've got the extra grain all over my house. I have no way of organizing it. So it's just everywhere. Do you know how uncomfortable it is to sleep on a bed of sorghum? How uncomfortable is it? Huh? Very uncomfortable, Elijah. Oh, sorry. I thought you were going to tell a joke there. Anyway, it's buy one, get one free today, PJ. I think I'll take a loaf of rye then. Well, two loaves. I'll freeze one. It freezes beautifully. Enjoy. And remember, bread makes a great gift. Buy it for your friends, your family, your mailman. Everybody likes carbs. Thanks, Benedict. We'll see you soon. Mm, let's see. I've already got a peck of pickled peppers, enough magic beans for the relish, some candied ginger from Hansel and Gretel for my famous sweet mustard sauce. I think we're just about set. I can taste that sandwich already. Oh, look, it's Kara the candlestick maker. I could use a new candle for next week's Havdalah ceremony. She really does lovely work with a braid. PJ, Elijah, fancy seeing you here in the land of Mashal. We're just dropping in for some extra magical ingredients for PJ's famous brisket sandwich. I mean, we're also looking for a priceless piece of stolen artwork. Right. 
but mostly the brisket thing. I was just thinking I could use a new candle for Havdala. Well, you've come to the right place, is what I'd say if I had literally any candles to sell you. I am so, so sorry. But you're the candlestick maker. How can you be out of candles? Cinderella and Prince Charming just had an intimate candlelit Shabbat dinner. But when they say intimate, they mean in the giant palace ballroom. And it takes a lot of candles to light that place up. Like, a lot. So now I'm just fresh out of wax. No wax, no candles. But you came to the farmer's market anyway. Do you... Do you want to buy any string? I've got a lot of extra wigs. I'll give you a good price. No, thanks. I'm sorry. I don't think I need any wicks. I was really looking forward to seeing if you had any new candle designs. Last time, we talked about dyeing your wax for a colorful twist. Right, I remember. Unfortunately, I don't have any dye right now. Or any wax. Oh, well, maybe next time. I sure hope so. Have fun making your famous sandwiches. Or finding the stolen artwork, whichever. Thanks, Kara. Well, now that we have everything we need for your sandwiches, I suppose we should focus on the task at hand. Right. Helping the butcher, the baker, and the candlestick maker work together to solve their problems. I was going to say finding the missing artwork, but okay. Did you have an idea? I think I do. We just need to get the three of them together. They're not exactly the best of friends. Maybe not, but if they can combine their resources, they'll all come out ahead. Can you tell the butcher and the baker to meet at Kara's candlestick booth? I can ask them, but I'm not sure they'll be willing to cooperate. Just tell them PJ promises it's worth their time. If you say so. PJ? Elijah said you wanted to see us? Oh, hello, Kara. Hello, Brian. Benedict. I wish I could say it was nice to see you both, but I think that ship, or bathtub, has sailed. It's not my fault you ate all the rations in the first 15 minutes. I told you I was very hungry. You know I do intermittent fasting. Kara? You're the one who nearly drank all of our water! I thought we had more! Plus, you know the saying, water, water, everywhere. Yeah, the second part of that is, and not a drop to drink. Okay, well, I didn't know that. And you're the one who wouldn't stop singing folk tunes. I needed the water to help with the terrible headache I was getting. Sue me! When I get stressed, I sing folk tunes! Well... Your folk songs stress me out, because your voice is just not very good. You're stressing me out now! Oh, oh... Everybody, everybody, please! If we can all put our differences and tub-based animosity aside, I think we can work together. (sighs) Okay, I'm listening. Me too. Fine, me too. Great. Now, here's what I'm thinking. Butcher Brian has a ton of extra fat. If he gives it to Baker Benedict, it can be used in place of butter or oil in some of his bread recipes. So he'll be able to use up more of his excess grain, 
And the fat won't go to waste. Plus, you can give some of that fat to Kara. She can use it instead of wax to make candles, in a pinch. Sounds interesting, and potentially smelly. Maybe a bit, but if you're really out of wax, it'll work. Now, Baker Benedict, you have loads of extra grain, more than you know what to do with. Give some of it to Butcher Brian to feed to his cows. A leaner diet will make them less fatty. I'll even trade you for some of the butter I've been feeding my cows. So that's where all the town's butter went. Oh, and maybe Brian can try using some of the extra grain to make a vegan brisket. If anyone can make that happen, you can. You're a wizard with marinades and spice blends. That's true. And there are plenty of vegans here in Mashal who'd love to try a spin on PJ's brisket sandwich. Voila! A whole new customer base. Oh, and you can give some of your sorghum husks to Kara. She can use them to create an environmentally friendly dye for her candles. Very clever, PJ. I wouldn't have thought of that. What about my extra string? Anything we can do with that? Absolutely. Brian needs a better way to package his meat. If he could wrap it in paper and tie it off with string, it would be a lot easier to carry than just putting it into a paper bag. Good idea. And Baker Benedict can use some string to bundle up and organize his grain. It's all over the place right now. That would be helpful. It's all about Baltashit, a Jewish value that means do not destroy. We should aim to be as environmentally friendly as we can and not waste resources. It's important to take care of Earth or whichever planet you happen to live on. Which planet's Mishal on again? It's not a planet, so much as a mystical fairy tale world unreachable by any traditional method of travel. But I get your point. So we can't destroy anything? Not in a wasteful way. If you chop down a tree, but it's because you're planning to use the wood. That's not considered wasteful. But throwing away half a brisket sandwich because you're full? That would be wasteful. And excess trash is bad for the environment. Wrap it up and save it for another time. <laughs> Who would only eat half of your famous brisket sandwich, PJ? Oh, that's true. There's rarely a crumb left. Which reminds me, we should get going. It's nearly lunchtime. Thanks for helping us. If we work together, we can solve one another's problems, reduce the amount of trash we create, and help make sure nothing goes to waste. I can't wait to dye a bunch of Shabbat candles. And work on that vegan brisket. I'll call it, hmm, brisket. I love it. I can look past the tub incident if it means helping the environment. Same. Me too. Let's just promise we'll never get in a floating bathtub together again. Well, um... I can't promise, but I'll definitely try. Hey, PJ, isn't that the painting you were looking for? On display over there, near the organic vegetable stand? <gasps> La Europa! We found it! I can't believe it! We've been searching night and day across several worlds for months, and there it is! Just hanging next to the cherry tomatoes. But if we don't get these ingredients home soon, they could go bad. Yeah, you're going to want to keep that brisket refrigerated. We definitely don't want to be wasteful. And besides, I'm very hungry. <coughs> Excuse me. Well, why don't we make the sandwiches, have a nice lunch, and come back later to grab the painting? I'm sure it'll still be there. Great plan, PJ. See you later, everybody.
Bye bye. Bye. The end. Um. So, did you get the artwork? You know, I don't even remember. But the sandwiches were off the charts. That I definitely remember. The ginger mustard was perfection. Speaking of delicious, these poppy seed hamantaschen were wonderful. But I'm afraid I've finally reached the point of too full for hamantaschen. What a day! Why don't we take them back upstairs to the synagogue? There's a mahjong group meeting in a few minutes, and I'm sure they'd appreciate a few extra hamantaschen. Great idea, Blue. That way, nothing goes to waste. Ball tashi in action. Wonderful, kids. I'll help you pack up your mishloch manot basket. Wait, Auntie PJ, that was a fun story, but weren't you going to tell us about the time you and Elijah went searching for treasure? Oh, right, I was. <laughs> but it's nearly 5 p.m. The mahjong players will be getting restless soon. And you don't want to make that crowd hangry. It's not pretty. Well, sounds like it's a story for another time. <sighs> oh, bish posh kids! Now, who wants to learn to play mahjong? <laughs>